Well, good day to you. It's Joel with the King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Good morning, Eddie Koffeltz. Happy Sunday. Yeah, happy Sunday. More happy, I think, maybe for me, because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like I was just out back drinking coffee. How <laughs> Well, that's Real- part, you know, I did wake up and here in Nashville today, it's rainy. And oh, I was gosh. like, no, 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 nature. You don't get to be rainy. You've got to be no. beautiful because I've got to, I've got to amp myself up for another day in this house. Right. We do not need those kind of days where you're like, mm, books in bed and blah, yeah, blah, blah. You're no, like, no, no, I, I need you to encourage me to get out of this Petri dish. That's right. It, it feels like, I mean, I kind of laughed at the Lord when I woke up and I was like, Hey, listen, y- you got to. You got to meet me in the middle here. Like you can't give me the atmosphere of lay around and do nothing when I'm stuck in my house. So, And also you have created in me this inability to just be a person that sits around happily, lazily in isolation. Like we've got to meet in the middle, maybe some sort of bargaining, collective bargaining moment. Um, I'm sorry. I have to ask, how are you feeling? Um, I feel the mornings, bizarrely, the, what I've learned the last two days is the mornings feel really, um, oh no, we're just getting started, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but as the as the day goes on, this helps, talking to you helps so much. So many friends have been kind and reached out. And God bless the internet. I mean, they talked to us all day yesterday, Eddie. Which, by it the way, a- there are Korean barbecue chips. Oh, okay. Are they being shipped to us immediately? Or how I does know, this right? work? They're, We've um, got to have their these. kettle. Their kettle oh. brand. I am going to order them on Amazon. But this is going to be the joy of doing a daily show is we get to real time respond to people when they talk to us. And <laughs> I got a lot of information about yeah. Korean barbecue chips. I, um, so yeah. this helps a lot. The internet helps a lot. I had two different friends drop off things yesterday, which is really kind. Oh, that's sweet. I think I think it will be a roller coaster, and I don't know how to do anything yeah. but tell the truth about it. And right. and today it feels like. Uh, I wish we weren't doing this today, but yeah, yeah. we are. How are not you? Not this, by the way. Not no, talking no, to I you. Know. I mean, just being in my house. No, I know. You were. You wish you were like at the nine o'clock service right now. Yeah, that's you were right. Doing the th- oh, man. Because How, you know the other side story for us. It, yeah. Well, we're not talking about church yet, but, but quickly, we, yeah. you know, the other side story for us is our church building got destroyed by a tornado two weeks ago. Yeah. And so there's a second layer of grief of like, even if we could go to church, we can't go to church. And so yeah. there's been there's just so many feelings around Sunday mornings for me, knowing that we're well, there's three feelings. There's the we don't get to go to our church building. Yes. I don't get to no one gets to go to church at all. And I'm also one of the leading voices in our church and I have to right. 
I have to help lead this Correct. and and not just be pitifully sad. <laughs> yes. Because no, there's lots right. of hope and there's lots of beauty in it too. But, yeah, but it's that, sad today. I too am helping with communication on behalf of IJM. I mean, it's sort of an yeah. all hands on deck because we're, you know, a global organization that works to protect the vulnerable and some of the most vulnerable are the most vulnerable as it pertains also to a global pandemic. But it's really hard that striking of the balance between like uh, being positive and, you know, everything's going to be great and we're praying and we're here, which is all true. But yeah. then also the other side of it, which is like, and also this is super weird and kind of scary. Yeah. And everybody's quite like, even I went on a walk yesterday and like there were no cars that drove by. Yeah, it was, it's, it's like, quiet. it's just hard to, it's hard to acknowledge, especially when you're thinking publicly of how to care for people in a public broad communication uh, medium like leading a church as you are how do you how do you inject hope but also not seem out of touch with reality that's right that's right because that's the last thing people want from a church on a sunday morning is fake hope <laughs> right? right of like right. look you guys let's just bind together and we'll be fine and this is this is actually right. better you're like no this is weird and hard and um, right. So, I don't so know then today. you mine, yeah, you mine hard for the real hope. Then that's right, which, that's right. And you just kind of say like, like my my what I'm saying to you, and what I'll say today on the internet is this is not my preferred method of church. This is not my preferred Sunday. Right. This I still have a lot of feelings. Also, I will hold in the other hand that I am grateful for technology. I feel like technology has been a life line for me. I think yeah. about all the people who are real, who are full-time homebound. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I get it now. Like church online, friends online. People yesterday kept asking me on Instagram, like, tell us what we can do for you. I'm like, just keep doing this. Just keep yeah. being online with us. You know? Right. Just playing around. Yeah. Making making jokes, asking right. questions. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, but okay. So I asked how you're feeling. And of course, because you're you, you went with like the full spectrum oh. of emotion. <laughs> but like, do you have a fever? Do you have the coronavirus? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's hard to be friends with me. Um, I have no symptoms. I feel great. Mm -hmm. Um, I and you know, we check in every day with, oh my gosh, we got to tell this part that my friend, we're just going to call her health department gal for now, because I don't know if she wants her name being. Public. Oh, I love her. Let's I know. talk about her. I, I know yes. she's wonderful. So I sent her the link yesterday to the show and she was like, pause. I loved you it. Know, That's hold so on. fun. You, sorry. I have to pause you. How did you send her? Do you have her email address or phone number? Uh, she has a work cell phone. <laughs> that's a health department only i guess work Perfect. cell phone and so and it's an iphone so we text like okay if sure. I, like the first day that i was the the day she called me i was not home when she called me and i mm -hmm. had to take my temperature when i got home so she said just text me your temperature oh my um, gosh that is funny sorry and of so course i sent her the link you, yesterday yeah. yeah yeah and well she's also talking to six of us that are best friends every day right, <laughs> right. She's like in our friend group now. We joke about her on Marco Polo. We're like, hey, next time we all get together, when this is all done, we got to bring health department gal because <laughs> she's got to be in it with us. She's got it. I got to see her face. Anyway, so yesterday I said to her, I sent her the link and she listened to the show and it said she liked it. And I was like, hey, listen, when you release me off quarantine, will you come be on the show? Oh, we would. <laughs> with Eddie. She, right. So, she's the end of it. Now, I can I can I read the text that she sent to you? Sure. Because I thought it was I think very so. funny. Is that? Yeah, we, I, I think it's, that's not. 
too personal. It's appropriate. Yes, yeah, so no, yeah. it's a very appropriate. She said, uh, I listen to your podcast. You are hilarious. Uh, and you have such a, quote, podcast voice. I don't know if that's a thing, but it's a thing to me. I listen to a podcast and the person's voice is a no, I can't keep listening. Your voice reminds me of the girl from Podcast Crime Junkie. That's one of my favorite podcasts. That's a huge so, compliment. So it's not just she's like, thank you, medical client, for yes. additional information about your life. It's like she's commenting on your voice. Also, she didn't really comment on my voice. And are we, lis- <laughs> are we listening, health department lady? This is a really nice voice. I know. Do you know two different, two other people that um, have had infectious diseases in Nashville, not around <laughs> coronavirus, reached out to me yesterday <laughs> when I talked about the health department. They were like, the Nashville health department are the nicest people. <laughs> they really oh, are. We've had really such is. a good experience, oh, which yeah, can be texting. the opposite, right? It can be this person's mean, this person's short, this person's unkind, but We've our group of friends has interacted with two different people in the health department. They've both been so lovely. Lovely. Can we also talk about my other favorite thing on social from yesterday was despite the just just incredible outpouring of questions and high fives for doing the show was (laughs) Dave Barnes, who, of course, anyone who has ever listened to your show or listened to music really loves him, but said like, hey, can I be on the show? Right. (laughs) And then my response was, uh, if you say three things that you very specifically like about me, because I know that he does not know me. And that is, <laughs> like, he has no idea who I am in the whole world. And crickets from Dave. He has no idea. And there's nothing you can find about me. Like, oh, you're a, <laughs> you seem to be the most notable thing about you as you continue to be on Annie's show mysteriously no, every six months. But I, I love that so, part. Um, I FaceTimed with them yesterday. Uh, to see his kids. And I I said, if you mean that, you've got some work to do. And he was like, yeah, as soon as we get all, you know, every, I mean, everybody here is kind of staying in their house. And he was like, as soon as we get this all settled, well, uh, I would love to do it. And I was like, okay. Oh, that would be, so, that would be hilarious. It would be so um, funny. So we had talked about, we started to talk about church a little bit, but I'm, I'm aware that this is uh, first Sunday First Sunday of people quarantined, and I know yeah. everybody misses church every once in a while, but it's a whole Y'all different thing. You don't have thing. church today in person, do you? We do. Oh, are you going? I'm not going, but our church did not <laughs> cancel services. <laughs> and I'm like, listen, Father Alex, uh, like, <laughs> what is going on? Because I, I, I thought it was crazy. Now, granted, we're a little out in the country, so there's only two reported cases here, and they're all isolated. So, yeah. Uh, and I'm would, assuming it's less than 250 people. Uh, much less. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All, all in. Much, much, much less. Um, yeah, but you're, how many people are at your church? Um, at our campus, it's about 4,000. Yeah. So how many services is that? Uh, four. Yeah. So you're, you're 800 or 1,000 a service. It's, it's irresponsible yeah. to get that many people that's together. Right. Even, even if most of them don't show up and there's only 400 in a service, that's still insane. That's still double the amount that, that the state of Tennessee would like to see gathered today. So what do you do? But I today? also don't think people are going to go. Like I don't think it is not like another. Like I think about nine eleven. It's not like nine eleven where the Sunday after something happens, everybody. Well, it may, it may feel that way, but everybody wanted to be together. People who hadn't been to church in a very long time went to church on that Sunday after nine yes. eleven. Yes, that's right. And that doesn't feel like this. People want community, but they. Nobody wants to get sick or be the one who carries the sickness to someone who who is uh, more susceptible to it. Right. Mid last week, the public consciousness just shifted, didn't it? And it was yeah. like, no, nah, 
we're staying home until until otherwise notified. So yeah. Right. Right. It's it's interesting though because I love I mean you know I was a pastor for a long time and one of my <laughs> I still enjoy a Sunday when we don't go to church just not because I don't like church but it's just such a novel feeling still to yeah, not be right. working and to be just completely demolished at the end of the day in a good way <laughs> but just it's still it's still novel and I've been out of it for five years but this today doesn't feel like that it's a different thing right where it's like yeah. oh it's not happening. Are you like, what are you going to do? Are you like, listen to something online or are you? Uh, our church is every hour on the hour online. And How I'm, is that possible? Do they just replay the same service over and over? Yes. Yeah. Cool. And so I'll watch one of those. I had a big plan today. This is probably going to be one of our themes, Eddie. I had a big plan today. I'm like, I'm going to start it this time and da-da-da. And then Eddie and I record and then da-da-da-da. And I already am like. Yeah, off the rails. I mean, I can watch <laughs> church at four. You know, I've already yeah. like switched yeah. my soul. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. I had a big like, I'll go on my morning walk, but it's raining now. So I'm like, oh, I won't. And so eh, yeah, um, I'm not like quite so committed on day two to walking in a rainstorm maybe yes. by day nine but on day two i'm like nah i can stay inside for two days <laughs> not yeah. in the rain. so i'm gonna watch church uh at some point that's right. my plan okay. what are y'all gonna do uh yeah i don't know brie and i we really have a pastor from um when we lived in seattle uh richard dahlstrom at um okay at, at, that we love, and he is one of our favorite pastors. So we will probably listen to one of his sermons later on today, um, and try to do something formational with even Lucy, but also not make too huge a deal of it. Like we're trying to keep the the general like uh, tone of it all. Like, hey, it's just a fun Sunday, you know. Like right. trying to turn out because like even though she was supposed to be an acolyte today, so we're like oh. clearly not going to church because of the because we don't want people around us to get sick. And I that's loved being an acolyte. Oh, she loves it. and we you know we go to a, we go to like a high church. So being yeah. an acolyte is no joke. You've got you've yeah. got a robe on, you've got jobs to do. Yes. What, what did you do as an acolyte? I grew up Methodist and so it oh, was it was lighting the candles and wearing the robe is what I remember most. Oh yeah, did we know this about each other? I grew up Methodist too. I don't know. Yeah, that's all, one of the reasons I so deeply love Lent. Oh, exactly. Which, yep. how about all this happening in the middle of Lent? Well, Andy Crouch for the win, right? You you retweeted oh, Andy it. Andy <laughs> Crouch for the win. What a great tweet of like, I didn't know I was giving up this much for Lent. I was <laughs> yeah. like, Andy Crouch, nine times out of 10 is going to give you something that makes you cry or makes right. you think. Or, and then one time out of 10, he's going to dunk on you. And it is, <laughs> yeah. it is it's, never off. It is so brilliant. Yeah, everybody who a week and a half ago was like, oh, I'm giving up soda for 40 days is now just like, oh, who cares? I, that's right. that's okay, the so least of it. I want to ask you about that. Do you think that? What do you think about people? Because I saw a couple of times on Twitter yesterday people going, hey, if you gave something up for Lent that feels too hard now or feels not sustainable with the life you're living, you're having to live, that's understandable. Yes. 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 Okay. Because I think baked into that is like a, a, a little bit like a little bit of disappointment in yourself or fear, fear like, am I failing God or does God feel like I'm, I'm quitting on my devotion? And none of that is, none of that is true. Like all of it is, I, I think, I mean, maybe I'm wrong in saying that, but I feel like the, the whole practice of Lent is not to please God, but to prepare ourselves and yes. to prepare our hearts for what has been and what is coming. And so there's a bit of it, I think that it's just like, if, 
these are extenuating circumstances. And if your your mental health or your physical health is compromised in some way, then like, or, you know, if, if it's just too much, like it's okay. Like Easter's still going to happen. It's all right. true. But also at the same time, I say that, but I'm also, I'm a little bit more on the other side of it where I feel like I am fighting hard for the normalcy of life, despite the fact that things aren't normal. Like I'm going to get up and start my work day tomorrow and do the things that, you know, even though I work remotely and I'm going to still try to do things. So part of it is like, I'm still going to fight for, you know, the Lenten disciplines because part of it helps me feel like, okay, this thing that's happening, this coronavirus season is actually not all encompassing. It's actually not bigger than those things. But so that's kind of my, I'm real cautious. Everybody can do what they need to do for Lent. Yes. Full stop. Right. Secondly, part of me goes, well, if you gave up soda just because life circumstances changed and now it's harder. Yeah. Doesn't mean soda is going to make you feel better. Yes. Right. So what if, what if, what if God knew all along that these things were going to be on top of each other? Right. Now, if you gave up water for Lent, please start drinking water again. But <laughs> Right, right. No, no, that's right. But there's or, part of me that goes like, what if we just went in on this to see what would happen on the other side if we just kept giving up soda, even though we're trapped in our houses? Right. I don't know. I don't every option. Well, because every op- what we're basically getting at is it's okay. You can start. You can stop. You can dig in your right. heels and be above it, or you can be done. But I think it's that little internal check that no one can answer out loud, but that you know inside yes. yourself, like, am I giving this up kind of just because I was looking for a reason out anyhow? Or, or, or can this... I not sustain well without? Right, right. Do or I, like, this... like uh, to a lot of people I th- who aren't listening to us anyway, probably, but to people who gave up social media, yeah. I am like, nah, you should probably be a part of that again, only yeah. because this is going to be how we, I mean, the news is helpful on TV at 6 right. p.m., but- we needed to know yesterday at noon that Spain shut the whole country down. That's right. You know, and so yeah. so social media. But then I'm like, hey, if you're not eating chocolate or some other, you know, I, those feel different to me. The self-sacrificing. Yeah. And now that life feels harder, you right. want to bring back the thing. You yeah. God got to sort that out. Right. But there are people that I love that have anxiety that are at, it's at a nine right now. Yeah. I oh am gosh, at so a, I'm at a like, 0.25, mostly just because I don't want my kids to get sick. Mm. All of that spectrum is okay. Maybe I'm yeah. undercaring. Maybe they're overcaring. Maybe we just don't know. And I just feel like this is a deeply personal, yeah. how do we handle this? And then it's like, if there's that deeply personal of like, what is this coronavirus season doing to you? And then there's the deeply personal of what, what was Lent for you in the first place? Was it a yeah. time of yeah. actual, like, what what was it? If it was a time of actually preparing is it was it a thing you kind of wanted to post on Facebook and so that everybody would know yeah. and, and and again like it's okay it's all okay but there's it's like all a, okay right. there's a lot of deeply personal checks that you got to run that the actual answer through and I just yeah for me I I err on the side of I, I am going to give up as little of my life as humanly possible because we are quarantined with coronavirus. Yet at the same time, I want to keep people around me safe. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, right. but that's me. That's my series of checks and that works for my like custom recipe, so. Same, I agree. Everybody's got to sort it out themselves. But 
Yes. Yeah, I, I found myself thinking about that a long time yesterday. <laughs> yes, that's right. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard. And what will it look like tomorrow and the next day and the next day? We're right. ostensibly we're day. I mean, you're day what of this? Two. Two. Yeah, my kids were in school on Friday, so yeah, we're day two of this. I yeah. If this if this goes even just a week or two, like people are expecting, yeah. Our our next Sunday conversation, maybe just us, you know, wailing and gnashing of teeth. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, which does remind me to say something people ask me a lot about that I haven't answered well is how my friend is who actually has coronavirus. Because really sorry I didn't totally- ask that. No, I didn't. I meant to say it yesterday. Um, my, they're on a totally different quarantine schedule because of her, her having a fever. Like Mm. they're at home. She has a family. They're at home and their like 14 day clock does not even start yet. Yikes. Can you imagine? Until she doesn't have a fever, right? Until she doesn't have a fever. Right. So that's who, I mean, when people are like praying, saying they're praying for me, it's so kind, but I'm like, man, pray for my friend and her family who are sick. Well, she's sick. No one else is. And, and she feels like she has the flu and has a fever and it's not, and it hasn't broken for an extended time yet. Oh, dear girl. So they're not worried about her health. So I, she's not like, oh no, I still have a fever. It's like, no, this is what happens when you have a flu like thing. Yeah. She's just been in it a long time. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, well, she's been sick since Wednesday. Yikes. Yeah. I mean, that is wild. Um, also, yesterday, uh, just as important, is yesterday was Pi Day, and we didn't even talk oh, about it. 3.14. I agree. I'm mad that I, I, I'm, that's a complaint I have with Earth, is that I didn't get to celebrate Pi Day at all. Brian literally made a honey sea salted uh, pie, and it- Just it, honey and sea salt? I mean, no, it's got other ingredients. What other pies have you ever had that they name? An apple pie doesn't just have apples in it. It's got all I sorts mean, of stuff. I mean, it kind of does. <laughs> no, it's got cups it's got of sugar and bread. And sugar. And okay, so Breeze. Oh, sorry. Let me apologize then. So Breeze Honey and Sea Salt has honey and sugar and sea salt. <laughs> yeah. It's basically like a pecan pie, like that internal filling of kind of that sure. gelatin, except it's like honey-based. Um, oh, Lord. So is the That'll right response. That'll take you to church. <laughs> to that end. So we're eating it last night and Lucy takes a bite of it. And like, I love, like she eats with her whole being. Like when she oh. takes a bite of something she <laughs> likes, you can just tell it's like, I have shut down all faculties and they are singularly uh-huh. focused to what's happening in my mouth right now. And she uh-huh. held up her plate and said, praise him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was... And I laughed real hard, and she knew she was getting uh, the laugh. But oh my gosh! So happy, happy Pi Day! Brie feels so great too. Oh, we were laughing and loving it. So happy Pi Day! Praise him. Oh, that's so great. Yeah. Um, hey, the big topic that we're hitting at minute twenty-one, <laughs> classic Is, us, yeah. toilet paper. Eddie, why you know, are people hoarding toilet paper? Here's what I've heard. Practically, there's no reason like if you get coronavirus you don't need more toilet paper right to prevent coronavirus you don't need less toilet paper by the way did you know according to ap that it's proper to write corona uh, coronavirus the first time and then every time after if you're writing a single single document you write covid19 oh so you only call it by its doctor name the first time dr smith they're two different things it's jake Coronavirus is what you get. 
COVID-19 is a subset of it. So you can get coronavirus but not get COVID-19. It's sort of, as I understand, the distinction between AIDS and HIV, though I don't fully understand it. So again, I am not the doctor that you may think Yeah, they're they're looking to us for doctor stuff, and that's not right. (laughs) Doctor stuff. Okay, so, but anyhow, uh, yes, so there is nothing about toilet paper. Where I heard it came from is when it started in South Korea, apparently there was some nerves that if there was a quarantine, there would be a manufacturing shutdown of the plant that made toilet, one of the plants that made toilet paper that supplied it to South Korea or something like that. And so people in South Korea bought toilet paper thinking that there wouldn't be any made for a long time. So that kind of makes sense. However, it has just become one of those things that has like, there is no toilet paper in our local, our local grocery store. We Uh were, I was there yesterday grabbing some stuff. There's nothing. There is no reason for us to be hoarding toilet paper. Zero. But the, but that horse is out of the stable. There is no toilet paper left in America. (laughs) Wow. What do you think about that? I mean, that's crazy. Wow. That is how everything goes sideways is when one little rumor goes to one little thing goes to one little thing. Correct. Um, I think I, I am with you. I have laughed so hard at people hoarding this stuff. Yeah. Where I'm like, y'all understand if you run out of food, right. you're in big trouble. If you are not a toilet paper, there are 94 other things in your house right. that won't be pleasant, but will get the job done. Total, well, it's like the bidet sales have gone up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and there's a limit I mean, to what I'm willing to talk about with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most yeah. of your toilets are next to a massive container of water. Right. And you can just dip in there if you need to. There's just literally towels, shirts. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to learn to juggle. I forgot to tell you this. All right. Well, that's that is of every left turn I've ever heard. <laughs> From ways you can wipe your bottom to you're going to learn to juggle. I was going to list socks, and then it reminded me that I'm going to you were going to list to learn to juggle socks. For sure, I'm going to list socks. They are the perfect size. Old leftover mouse pads from the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> leftover mouse pads. Those ends of bread that nobody eats anyway. Oh, oh yeah, the foot end of every single piece of bread. Get that. Wipe that bottom with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh drapes curtains oh, oh for sure just drapes. cut them off a square at a time yeah, but yeah yeah most of the country does not most of the world i mean does not use toilet paper though like there are right. m- places all over the planet that are totally clean and do not use toilet paper so but the problem that i find and we're going to get back to juggling because there's no way in the planet i'm forgetting that um okay good but uh the the problem is is I feel like there's a little bit of a responsibility for not buying all of the soap and stuff that people actually do need because like soap hand disinfectant that stuff is actually really helpful and I get uh-huh. very frustrated when people go and out of managing their own anxiety buy two cases of it because I'm like right. man we only need probably three or more or less you know and there are people that cannot get this that really need it and that that's the only part of this whole hoarding mentality that I don't love is that. I, I get that we're trying to soothe our own fear about this, but also we have got to be good sharers a little bit, right? How many rolls of toilet paper do you need in your house per person right now? What's the right answer? Give people the right answer, Eddie. Per person? I don't know. 
Well, yeah, that's the only way to that's the only way to help people because you have four people, I have one person, and someone listening has nine in their house. We've got to give them the right math equation. Well, I mean, we've we've got we've got probably the normal amount. We haven't bought any more. We have what we normally have in a house. So each bathroom has probably four or five in it. So that's fifteen so times four. Of us. That's two two or three of us. Two, two or three. Five. Two point five per yeah. person. Right. That's a very low number for someone who lives alone. What do you mean? I mean, 2.5. If I don't leave here and I use the bathroom every day, yeah, multiple times, yeah, this is going to get um, scientific and girls need it more than boys do anyway, right? Oh, that's right. Uh, I think, I think, I think I feel safe with four in my house for a week for an Annie for 10 for, for eight days, nine days counting today. Eight days. Do you see I've already marked today off? Done. Hey, eight more. <laughs> the things we've learned about each other already. We both grew up Methodist. How much toilet right. paper you use in a week. That really, yep. at this point, there's just nothing. There's nothing sacred. That's um, right. <laughs> yeah, we probably have less because we have saved our mouse pets. So we're... Oh, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the difference. And I don't eat a lot of bread. And so I don't have a loaf of bread here. I don't need a lot of bread. <laughs> so that's required me to have more toilet paper because I don't have those ends available. On my Twitter today, people will respond to you with really thoughtful stuff. I'd like only what else you could use. Oh, that's a great. Just Do we need a hashtag? This is live sorting it out. Do we need a hashtag so that we can trace all the things you can use for toilet paper? I do think so. Uh, yes, I do. That sounds contagious is a little too long, but I did like that joke that I made. I did um, like that joke, but that also feels like I don't want sick people to feel like we don't notice that they're actually sick. Okay. So recording and once again. And people might still <laughs> contagious wrong. I, I would like you to know that Brienne, Eve, and Lucy, just, just as a daily segment of the show, are dancing outside of the window as they go and take <laughs> the dog for a walk. So day two, none of, nobody in this house cares that you're locked inside. <laughs> 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 oh, they love that little joke. <laughs> I do too. To be fair, yeah. Okay, we're we're gonna think of the ha- we're gonna think of the hashtag by the end of this show because we're at minute okay. twenty nine, and I want to make sure yeah, we get wow, to the wow. to the other stuff. But um, yes. What is today's? What is today's? Ha- well, the hashtags have to be dated, right? Yes, unless there's one we trace the whole way through. Oh, you know? I see. Oh, I, what would be the two pretty creative people right now? We can't figure it out. I know. Somebody's going to... Okay. We, we'll, I think we can tweet that out. We can tweet that out as a yeah, question. Yeah, we'll tweet it out today. And we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, declare we'll it. So it check, check Annie's Twitter. You're a lot more engaged and better at it. I end up just making jokes. Um, <laughs> okay, so what's my challenge for today? Challenge for today. Here's why I laugh about the challenge. I listened back to the show yesterday just to make sure that I wasn't like being a goofball or, you know, doing an okay job. To make sure you were being a goofball. That's what I'm Yeah, doing it the right way. Uh, I gave two little suggestions for challenges, but what I like most is that you like being, you like asking for suggestions, but also you're going to make your own suggestions. Oh, no, I have none today. I just knew I couldn't do something like that yesterday. Okay. I guess that's the nature of a challenge is I'm not allowed to say no. Well, I mean, you're allowed to say uh, you still have free will and agency over your life. But I guess sure, I'll ask, how did your to-do board go yesterday? What? Oh, it, it looks great. It's called my quarantine bucket list. Yes, I saw it that. It is stout. That's, that is stout. where it says that I'm going to learn to juggle. I'm also going to make beef bourguignon sometime. What is that? Uh, I've yet, I checked off two things yesterday. Yeah. Oh, you don't know what beef bourguignon is? 
It's a, I'm not sure I'm saying it right. It's, I mean, I'm, not, I'm saying it close to right, but I'm offending every French listener. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there are piles of them. Uh, it is a, it's Julie, it's a very famous beef stew that Julia Child. Okay. I got that. Well, I mean, um, I guess I'm wondering what's on your list today. Cause what I don't feel is that you, I'm a little worried that you're over planning and just what would be helpful today for <laughs> yeah. you to check off that list. I'm going to change my sheets today. Great That's the one. only thing I'm going to make myself do on that list. I have a new sheets and a new duvet. And then I'm doing all my other Sunday things of like straightening up the house, putting my laundry away, listening to a podcast. Like I'm doing all my no- normal Sunday things I do after church. Have What do you feel like is the biggest? This is a deep question. What is the largest deficit in your soul today? Oh, sheesh. <laughs> uh, I think it's physical touch. Oh, that's a hard one. Because I yeah. want you to get like a one of those Temple Grandin squeeze boxes. But um, <laughs> do you get that reference? I don't want to no. explain it. Yeah, I'm not going to. Just leave it. Yeah, I'm let not going to explain it. Google it. Yeah, it's, yeah. Not a, it's not inappropriate, but it's going to take too long to explain. Yeah, that's great. Physical touch. Yeah, because I almost want the challenge to be like, what's the thing that we can counteract with today that helps like... You know, so something I want, like, I feel like I want the challenge to be something like physicality, something that makes you like aware and alive in your body. Oh, like yoga? Oh, like yoga. Oh. Is that what you're saying? That is what I'm saying. Actually, I didn't realize it, but there's something like, if we feel like, I feel like today, and I feel that too, like if our body is, I know it's not the same as like getting a hug from a friend or shaking a friend's hand, but, but maybe there's something about like connecting with the physicality of our body that would help a little bit to get through the deficit of today. Cause that's kind of what some of the challenges are, right? It's like, it doesn't sound like you need more like vacation-y fun stuff. You've got plenty of fun things on the list. It sounds like part of the challenge of the day is how do we get, how do we get through the day with our sanity intact? That's right. And what might the deficit look like tomorrow? Right? Like, yeah, that's right. Cause it may look different every day. So I will do it too. I will try to do. I was just talking to some. Have you ever heard of uh, Pantsuit Politics? No. Great podcast. And I interviewed them for activists the other day, not to like pitch, but they're going to be on the show tomorrow. And uh, we were talking about yoga. And one of them has like deeply sold me on the importance of yoga. Ah, she okay. said, So uh, let's do, let's do a, not together, <laughs> let's do like a YouTube yoga video today and see how we okay. do it. Great. I'll Great. do that. That sounds easy. Great. Um, okay, we just need to come up with a hashtag for tracing what people can use as toilet paper. Uh, wipeout? We'll, we'll, we'll just tweet it out. Yeah, Get we'll ready, tweet everybody. it out. By the time you're listening to this, there's a tweet. There's a tweet, yeah. just And it's going to be a, very, a tweet that no one will understand except for the listeners. So that's right. the, the hashtag is hashtag whatever. Yeah, that's right. And then the other thing we need people to give us is what's some other hot, hot take topics you want us to hit tomorrow because we're doing this again tomorrow i will also say since we're doing all this in real time and i think part of this is also resourcing our this community that we get to be a part of if your if your church is doing an online services today um and it's like like send send me the link we'll retweet it so people know because a lot of people don't have one good hashtag eddie we do need one good just just to be clear, the word hashtag is a funny hashtag, but that's too gross to use. But we can agree that that joke has been sitting out there for a while, right? Yes. <laughs> and with that. And with that, we'll see you all tomorrow. Watch your hands. Bye. Bye.